welcome to IGN UK Podcast 106. Um, I'm Daniel Kruper, and I'm filling in for Alex Simmons because he's away being busy and professional. And I'm joined by... Kezza McDonald, do I say my own name? I don't know, how do, do we do this? Do say our own names? <laughs> God, <laughs> never giving you the reins ever again. This seems got. And I'm joined by Kezza McDonald. Hello. Say, yeah. There yeah, we go. That's it. And Tom Butler. Hello. And Stuart Reed. Hello. You were just covering up for having forgotten my name, weren't you? Yeah, who are you? <laughs> I've not been here for a while, to be fair. But Alex is back, but he's just not here today. No, he's away. He what? got back yeah. from holiday, yes. He's back from holiday, yeah. He's on some sort of management course. He's playing golf. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they just go and play golf. <laughs> or everyone else plays golf and he just yeah. plays his 3DS. He caddies. <laughs> um, I've just actually got a bit of feedback to kick us off with because um, someone called Vidir Olufsen writes in to say... Say that again, Tom. Vidir Olufsen. Uh, One more time for luck. No. Maybe an apology. It's got a, it's got a letter in it that I've never even seen before. Yeah. You call it a, a thorn. Um, they've been listening since, he's been listening since uh, Podcast 20, but still can't match the names with the voices, with the only exception being Keza and Sad Dan. Yeah. Could you state your name and give a sample of your voice? Of course. I'm Daniel Kruper. <laughs> <laughs> that idiot Don't is mess Stuart with Reed. Hello. 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 I'm um, Tom Butler. <laughs> Uh, and I am Pete Donaldson. Yeah. So that's that's how it, he's actually from Reykjavik, and he says he's oh, actually no from way! Reykjavik. Yeah. We asked for somebody from so, Reykjavik. Uh, put a pin in your map. <laughs> Thanks for writing in, Vidya. Uh, it doesn't really matter who's actually speaking because we're all speaking the same drivel. I think. Yeah. Uh, I've been to Reykjavik. It's lovely. I, yeah. can't. I went up a glacier in an orange jumpsuit. Is Reykjavik which was the, good? Is that the willy-shaped bit? No, that that's Sweden. Oh. Where am I looking? At? Iceland. Iceland. Do you know oh, when when women have babies, they're given free tickets to Reykjavik? What? That's why mums go to Iceland. What? <laughs> Stupid. No, no, it's not funny. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it's the comedy style is Pete Donaldson. So first though, we're going to talk about what we've been up to in the last week. Um, you've been a very busy. I got, oh yes, <laughs> I've been a very busy Keza. I went, I went to San Francisco to do a 24-hour live Dark Souls streaming marathon, which apparently a lot of you were watching. Yeah, um, yeah we watched loved it. Just good. It was, but yeah, it was, it was very, it was an experience. Mm. I've, I, I got home on Sunday, and I got home on Monday. I came into work, and I couldn't remember what I used to do before I was reviewing Dark Souls. <laughs> like, I had no idea what my job used to be before. Before Dark it, you're Souls, still having withdrawal symptoms. Aren't yeah, it's you, a bit a tricky. Bit. Well, everyone around me is now playing it because it's out now. Yeah. So everyone's playing it, so it's kind of annoying. I've got a couple of friends who are playing it, and they've both gone a bit strange. Mm. They've both really gone a little bit kind of weird and not of this world anymore. Well, you saw what I was like when I was doing it. <clears throat> and I'm a bit concerned, because what did you do today? I gave Stu a copy of Dark Souls. Thank you! To start him off yeah, on his journey. <sighs> it was a pretty exceptional thing, the marathon. It was great. We, um, it was me and Casey, who's our editor-in-chief in the US. For most of the time, it was me and him, and then Marty's sliver. Is his beard as, in, as magnificent in real life as it is it's in pictures? It's mesmerising. Yeah. So I swear to God, about a quarter of the tweets we were getting for the whole marathon were about my hair or his beard. Mm. <laughs> wow. People were apparently really Why are they struck, interchangeable? Struck. Well, people were struck <laughs> by, the, uh, by our hair styles, mm. respectively. And I guess that makes it easier when you're sort of making your characters in games. It does, yeah. It's easy just saying short, extremely blonde hair for me and that ridiculous long beard thing for, for Casey. <laughs> it really is extraordinary. Like, it's, it's, it's a fantastic piece of facial hair. How long do you think that would take to grow? Oh, I think he's been doing it for about years. For years. I tell you who else has got a good beard. Common, the actor slash rapper Common. I don't know who that is. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's always he's always got an amazing beard. I was talking about this with someone the other day. It looks like he sleeps with a plumper on it. 
Oh, it's that good. <laughs> really? I don't think he just sleep with a plant pot. Does Casey sleep with a plant pot on his? I think he sleeps in a plant pot. He's <laughs> <laughs> a, a flower pot man. Yes, yes, he is. Target audience. You nice. know the other thing yeah. about Casey that's amazing? Um, <laughs> Casey Lynch, right? That's his name. The Guitar Hero character, Casey Lynch, was named after him. New Genuinely. That's cool. Very, that's very, very cool. cool isn't Although it? she doesn't have a beard in the game. Oh, it's a she in the game? Yeah. Uh, well, that's not so cool. It's very cool. Is so uh, really cool. the burning question is, are you sick of Dark Souls? I was for about three days. Yeah. And I'm not now. And and that, you're going to go back past. to it, aren't you? I'm going to start again. Yeah, again. Cool. It's my third. Um, we've got have you, got a lot have of you finished it yet? No. Right, but you're going to go back. Honestly, I didn't manage to finish it right. in the time that was allotted me for review. Okay, so what, I got close. Okay, but so you're going to go back and start from the beginning again. Yes, and I have to do that because mm-hmm. um, on the debug console that I was playing on, I couldn't play online, and like half the point, in fact, probably most of the point for me of Dark Souls is the community. Mm. But you were able to play online whilst you're reviewing it yeah, because yeah, yeah. I noticed there was a lot of stuff in there about how. Yeah. how, so how I started again. Basically, I played it for I played it for about fifty hours on an offline build. Then I played it again for about 10, 12 hours on an online build. Then yeah. I went and played it for twenty four hours in a marathon. So this will be the fourth time I've started Dark Souls. Brilliant, and I'm looking forward to it. Wow. Um, did I, you? <coughs> well, did, did you watch any <laughs> films on the plane? Sorry, I always like this when I watched, watch the states. Um, I watched Super Eight, which I really liked. Good. And I watched I watched Bridesmaids. Yeah, which I thought was extremely funny. Good, it's funny. That was good. Mm, yeah, it's very, very funny. Well, yeah. well, well, very well, funny. Well, I was like snorting on the plane. It was really bad. You were what? Snorting. Steady. That's illegal. Ooh. Yeah. That's why the lady next to me was looking so perturbed. <laughs> He's racking up lines of coke on your, uh, on your, on your Seriously, tray. you have no idea what I've got to do when I get there. <laughs> <laughs> and you wouldn't even understand if I explained it to you. Miss. Uh, I was right. trying to explain to my parents what I was doing in San Francisco because they were like, oh, you're going to have San Francisco. How exciting. I was like, yeah, you can. I'm doing a 24-hour streaming marathon of a game. And they're like, right. So right. you're marketing, you're doing an advert. I'm like, no, um, oh. no, mum. Um, you know, are you okay? Are you eating? And do you do we need to send money? Yeah, basically, <laughs> those are the only three questions everyone's here <laughs> from ever my parents. Yes, <laughs> we're all quite excited though because Keza's mum's coming into the office today. It's true, my, mum, my mum's coming. Yeah. Yeah. Mama Keza, it's gonna be great. Yeah. See, whilst Keza was battling demons and wandering through dungeons, you I braved the FIFA lo- twelve Q. Yeah, Oxford <laughs> Street. You say brave? I did have to brave it. It was a very warm day. Stu came with me, and the body odor in that <laughs> oh, shop. My God. Lots of was it n- bad? Yeah, lots it's of people stank. lining up to get copies of FIFA signed by England star and so Arsenal midfielder Jack Wiltshire. Do you know sweaty what? It's, it's, it, it smelled it, like farts, didn't it? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. it, was, it was hot boxing. Oh, oh. no. Well, it, quite, you're quite not saying that all people who bought FIFA smell. I think no. maybe it was just the victim of the circumstance because it was a hot day. No, right? it was me and Stu. <laughs> we just waited around what? for ages. It could have been Jack Wiltshire for all we know. Could have been Jack Wiltshire. He can't move very fast and maybe he's wearing a nappy at the moment. No, for people who don't know, it's been really, really hot in London recently. It wasn't, like extraordinarily very, it wasn't a very pleasant day. But um, yeah, we we hung around a bit. We saw Jack Wiltshire. I interviewed him. And then I played him at FIFA for about five minutes. Played a fraction of a half, really. You've, yeah. Yeah, he scored. I didn't. I got through on goal. I tried to chip him, being cocky, but I missed. I, f- I, f- I fluffed it. So you fucked up, basically. I fucked saying. up. And You've then he broke. Just like Arsenal, then he broke. I was dominating play, but he was a very nice guy. I think it might have been... His mind was elsewhere. He basically, he'd become a dad the day before, and he yeah. was there. The signing. day before, yeah, it's yeah. really harsh, isn't yeah. it? They made and him go down and sign. And he's injured. He's not. He's on well. really strong painkillers. Probably on strong painkillers. Yeah. So, and he was answering questions about FIFA. But fair play to him. He's very nice and he's very polite. And you've forgotten the best bit of the day. What best bit? Of the day? When we were walking on Boxer Street with Will. Well, when Will saw the massive drill. Yeah. <laughs> Will, who's our PR manager, 
he he gets excited and he saw a massive drill on Oxford Street because they're building the cross link and he just stood there and looked at it and he went it's a massive drill <laughs> <laughs> he is excited by everything Well, do you remember when we, went, when we went to London Eye and he went the queue's huge yeah. uh, wow a massive queue yeah Sweet. Ah, oh, we love you, Will. I'm sure you're probably listening. Will's in Atlantic City. Yeah, Atlantic Will's, City Will's actually you, uh, read his uh, read his uh, Facebook update. Will has just been thrown out of a casino for trying to go down the up escalator and ripping his knee open. Not for oh, not, he's oh, been oh, thrown oh, out. Not of. for counting cards or anything yeah. like that. No, for that. But the funny brilliant. thing is, he's been thrown out, and he won't. Be, he's not allowed to come back in unless he signs a disclaimer to say that he's not going to sue the hotel for cutting his knee open. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Surely tales. you'd be more likely to sue the hotel if they were. You know, if they just let you get on with your life, you'd be fine. But if they chucked you out, you'd be like, I'm not seeing yeah. that. Yeah. Maybe we should do a tale, Will's Tales every week. I think that's brilliant. That's brilliant, yeah. Uh, what's what's what, Will excited about? Yeah, this what's week? Will excited about? <laughs> just <laughs> gave on the microphone to go, a big drill! It's <laughs> real. <laughs> Look at the size of that queue! <laughs> <laughs> it's lunchtime! <laughs> oh, lovely. Um, so, what have you been up to, Tom? Um, we watched the Doctor Who f- Well, we. We actually didn't know I was there. I was the lampshade. It was Doctor Who finale. Uh, and it wrapped up the season and I personally think it's um, probably my favourite Doctor Who series since it's come back even though it had a bit of a dip I think it, it, the, the finale was phenomenal I fully, I'm fully aware of what I'm going to say is kind of not admissible because I missed the second half of the series but I didn't have a clue what was going on yeah not a clue um, I don't want to talk about it because my because... skybox didn't tape it oh no oh, what um, well, I mean, I might be. People are probably going to reject what I say because I know a lot of David Tennant fans out there. But I think Matt Smith really is coming to his own this season. He's he really is my favourite Doctor now. Like since Sylvester McCoy, definitely. Uh, they've always fallen a bit short, but I think he's brilliant. Do you um, think it was a fitting conclusion? Yeah, it's, I think it was kind of a Deus Ex sort of ending, not like Deus Ex the game, but like well, he put a big fridge in front of a door. Yeah, <laughs> he barricaded himself around by boxes. Um, you uh, loved that video, her. didn't you? You just loved that video. Yeah. <laughs> um, and but no, they sort of pulled something out of the bag last minute, and it kind of felt like ah, oh, I wasn't really. I was hoping for something yeah. a bit more clever than that. But do you know what? I thought it was really good. Um, uh, I think, yeah, I'm really excited for Christmas special, even though I know it's going to be rubbish. Did they have a trailer for it? No. All right. Bill Bailey's going to be in it, which instantly made me go, Was a villain? I don't know. Probably as a hobbit or something. I just hope it's not like a Dickensian one. Yeah. I don't really like, well, sometimes I like the period ones. Um, I always like them where they're more supernatural based rather than... uh, That's what you want at Christmas. You want supernatural things. Yeah. Ghost stories for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. But um, Thomas O'Brien wrote in and he said that um, obviously we were talking about Stephen Moffat being better and he disagrees more. He, he couldn't disagree with us more. He thinks Hang on, he who, could disagree with us more or he couldn't? I could not disagree with you more. You said you really enjoyed Stephen Moffat's new writing style. I could not disagree with you more. Doctor Who is a Saturday evening family show for to remain a family show. Ooh. It needs to appeal to both five-year-olds and three to 80-year-olds. Storylines are now too complicated. Uh, I may be too hard on young children or maybe they're more intelligent today than I give them credit for. Um, well, my, my partner has a five-year-old boy who adores Doctor Who. Yeah. He's obsessed with Doctor Who. And the thing is, he doesn't really understand what's going on, but that's not the point. That's exactly my point, yeah. yeah he just like, likes he the flashiness of it. Yeah, he likes yeah. the screwdriver, and he likes the aliens, and he, he's, he's got to the stage where he started asking questions about what's happening in the episodes now, and I never have any idea. Yeah, the, the, minute, you start, really care. the minute you start talking down to children with something like Doctor Who, is when it turns also, into the Sarah Jane adventures, it's yeah. for, then it becomes for kids. You're right. I mean, when, they're, when they're like seven, eight, they are completely capable of understanding everything in exactly. minute detail, much more. Like, I remember when, when I was young and Pokemon was out, 
the kids who are younger than me, kind of seven, eight year olds, knowing all of them and knowing all the stats and all this. I mean, they 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 can if they're motivated, then they'll know what's going on. They can yeah. absorb that kind of information yeah, easily. Very little kids, so five year olds. Is I mean, the storyline doesn't seem to get through to to this particular five year old. Yeah. Maybe he's just really dim. <laughs> this person's not he's five year old. <laughs> no, um, no. I'm, oh, I'm right. The one I was talking about. <laughs> Um, he said he preferred the old story a week format with a subtle overarching storyline. Um, Isn't that kind of what this was? Well, it has been, yeah. It had, but um, I think he was saying that it was all too tied together, but um, I disagree. I actually preferred Doctor Who when it was four episodes bef- before the story was even finished. Like mm. I used to like it that, like half hour episodes, but yeah. I don't think we'll ever go back to that. I think it's set in its ways now. So um, yeah, that was a Doctor Who finale, but um, I'd like to hear what everyone else has to say about that. So... Send us your emails to ignukfeedback at ign.com. Do you think it was a fitting conclusion to the season? Mm. Or was it pish? Or was it absolute pish? Was it boars? Oh, yeah. Boars. What is sweaty, the actual definition? Sweaty boars. Oh, right. well, yeah. What is our one? We've, we've, um, we must clarify this because uh, Keza, being from the Scotland, has now got a five-point ranking system based on Scottish sayings. Can you, what, what is it again? What's it uh, go from to, to what? So, you know, five stars, right? One yeah. star is boars. Yeah. Second star is pish. Yeah. Third star is three stars is all right. Yeah, uh, I forgot what four stars is. What's four stars? They're good. No, I don't know. no, no, no. Five I'm stars Scottish. is pure dead brilliant. Right, but four stars. <laughs> I, I should send your suggestions for four stars, please, yeah. Scottish people. Yeah. Help me out. Mm. <laughs> um, just for, before we move off from Doctor Who, uh, someone's been messing with you on Twitter. I think it's Sean McCarthy saying that they've scrapped Doctor Who Confidential. Did you know this? Good. Yeah, I heard about this. This is like the the sort of the behind the scenes sort of it's show. The extra factor. Um, <laughs> yeah, the extra. I was going to say that, but I thought no one. That's a bit silly. Uh, sorry, but sorry. 4,500 uh, 4, people voted on the, the Radio Times website to say that 9 out of 10 say that Doctor Who Confidential should not be axed. Were they cats? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, if you want to f- uh, find out more about saving Doctor Who Confidential, then uh, follow Save W DWC on Twitter and mm. uh, they'll give you updates on how you can try and save Doctor Who Confidential. I'd rather we save BBC4, but there you go. Yeah. Right. Um, it's the Charts Roundup. Yeah. You ready for the choice roundup? We're going to do. Um, should we see how I did? I did the games predictions last week. Just do the jingle first. Did. Just tell me how I did. Uh, is G- there a jingle? jingle? Gotta have a jingle. What's the jingle for the Jingle game? jungle charts. Charts. <laughs> roundup. <laughs> um, do you want to tell me how I did? Daniel, your these original the, predictions. These are my predictions. That's the Your original. Pre- wow, look at that. Your original predictions were FIFA 12 in 1. Surprise. Uh, Gears of War 3 and 2 and Dead Island in 3 and what actually happened was FIFA 12 in 1 ooh Gears of War 3 in 2 ooh he's selling it F1 2011 in 3 oh, oh. missed out on the hat trick so unlike, well. unlike me the other week when I wasn't here to gloat at Alex for finally yeah. getting it right when Alex wasn't right. here to hear the gloat either you've not got it right I'm going to gloat at him next week and it's way out of date it's right. a bit odd that it's FIFA 12 and it's F1 2011 yeah, it's doing it's well weird. for a really yeah. old game. It is strange, though, isn't it? <laughs> um, is there any more news from the charts, or is that it? Were you doing your movie? Where's the chart? But, but is there any the, more news the from the charts? Any more news from the charts? We, we, no. Was there any new to entries? Or? We'll see what's I, didn't in do, there. I didn't go in that depth. I've never oh. done the charts before. Oh, well. Cooper, We're Jesus to look Christ! At the Sorry. So last week I predicted the movies. I predicted that Tinker Taylor, Tinker Taylor, Soldier Spy would be number one. I predicted then that it would be. Crazy Stupid Love at number two and Abduction at number three. I got them right, but I got them in the wrong order. Mm. According to Alex, that doesn't count. 
because he's a dick about these things. So Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy <laughs> remained at number one. Uh, Abduction came in at number two. Wow. So I, I was confident about that little buff guy from yeah. Twilight, and I should have. I should have stuck my neck out. And Crazy Stupid Love came in at number three. But actually, at the cinemas, something else performed better than a movie. Can you guess what it was? Popcorn. What? At Something else prefer, per, took more money at a cinema this we- at cinemas this week than a movie. Than a movie, a screenplay, Phantom of the Opera. So Phantom of the Opera, they streamed a 25th anniversary concert, and that right. took more money this week, uh, being streamed across 255 sites than uh, any of the other films oh, below it. Wow. Who keeps watching Phantom of the Opera? Who's not seen it already? I haven't seen. I haven't seen it. It's, it's the opera. It's, it's not very good. Is it not? I enjoy it. I've never seen it. I don't think you're a target audience, though. Am I not? I don't think so. I went to see it on a coach. Why did you see it on a coach? <laughs> Theatres are normally the best places yeah. to go see it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gerard, so, it's Gerard Butler, yeah? <laughs> what? He's, in, he's the Phantom of the Opera in the movie. I don't wait, know. Wait, oh. No, but it wasn't. It was the Michael Crawford stage play that was streamed. Yeah. You get, uh, no, I, I was with oh, you on that. Now, this is not Michael Crawford's well. stage play, is that the one where he's on roller skates and he ends up going into <laughs> yeah. a thing of tar? Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Um, elsewhere in the box office The Deck came in at number 5 Shark Knight came in at number 6 uh, In Between Us still hanging out at number 7 I've It's taken 44 that. million quid now I've still not seen it I should really go see it yeah. I'm interested to know if many of our US listeners are going to go see this movie it, when it comes been, out I don't know if it's got a release in the US yet but um, I, I, I'm really interested to find yeah. out if, if I think it's got a small following. A lot of um, friends that I have are American or Canadian. They really, really like the Inbetweeners. They yeah. completely get it. They don't. It doesn't need translation. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that does over there. But I don't know if it's going to miss the boat now with it being a summer movie and whether it's going to get a yeah. winter release over there or what, or whether that matters. Maybe or... people will be really keen to watch a summer movie in winter. You know, remember what the days when the sun is shining. That's Escapism. And I guess it's kind of built up a cult following now uh, or a, a cult reputation having taken so much money here I guess the Americans will yeah, probably so sit up and listen so. it's got what we call momentum yeah um, just some questions about momentum. the chart um, Brian Carthy wrote in to want, wants to know where we get the information for the weekly games and charts we, we make, make it up, up. <laughs> hey, hey. Yeah, and our charts uh, if you're interested do, do only cover the UK they don't yeah. cover Europe we or get them from we get them from chart track UK or it's GFK Chart Track, I think it's called, if you Google it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, UK Chart Track. It's very, and, it's very good. Um, and we, we, our, our charts cover full price. Full price. Yeah. yeah. So we don't care All the budget formats. stuff. Yeah, we don't care the budget stuff. Um, but you can go to Chart Track and you can see if you want, like what, what top ten were on specific formats and yeah. all the, including budget and so on and so forth. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, UK box office stuff is really easily available to get a hold of. Mm-hmm. Guardian does a very good sort of coverage blog of how the charts have done. So that's where we pick it up from. Let's move on. All right, it's time for the news. Got a news jingle? Who's got a news? News, 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 <laughs> right, here's your, here's your first bit of news. Um, early in the week, Xbox World Magazine. You've heard of them? No. Right, they They're said that there's going to be a. Bioware said there's going to be a killer new feature in Mass Effect Three. A killer new feature. <gasps> and I was like, "Ooh, what's this new feature going to be?" And apparently, it's been leaked in South Africa. I don't know why. In an advertisement for Mass Effect Three, that it's going to have multiplayer. Oh. Oh. So that's the killer new feature. Multiplayer. multiplayer. The reason everyone that's the thing everyone was, wanted. I thought it, so it's competitive multiplayer or it doesn't say. It just says that the competitive edition will have an online multiplayer. Well I thought pass. I always thought co op would have already been confirmed anyway. I don't think so. I don't think if so. If it had co op that no. would be 
completely ridiculous. Co-op. It wouldn't make any sense, really. No. I no, mean, but because you couldn't. I mean, the whole point of the yeah, it would be very difficult to make co-op even, work in Mass Effect. Even, you could play the role of like Rex or something. I guess. <laughs> but even co- competitive multiplayer is a bit of an awkward fit for Mass yeah. Effect. Yeah, I just when they like throw this in, they did this with Dead Space Two, and it but it was so resistance. good though. The Dead Space one was so. But good. I've never touched it. Well, I, it's amazing. You should. I mean, the, the multiplayer in Dead Space Two is fantastic. It's a great example of how to make innovative multiplayer that really fits with the with the with the game. Really? I think. But then Mass Effect, you think about it, right? You could have the final battle. Re- I always forget if they're Reapers or Reavers. Re- oh. Re- 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 I want to say Reaver. Reapers. I want to say Reapers. Is the Reapers the ones in Firefly and Reavers are the ones in Mass Effect? Or is it the other way around? Reavers, anyway, Firefly, isn't it? Reavers, Reavers Firefly, Firefly, The Reapers, yeah. whoever they are, the bad dudes, uh, versus the good dudes in a kind of war setting. That could work, couldn't it? As a competitive multiplayer. Yeah, yeah I'm not saying it couldn't work, but... It's so- I mean, it's not going to be Shep versus... You know. Shep versus Fem Shep. Yeah, that's not going to work. Um, I, I quite like to see co-op though. I like when you're sort of commanding your the people around you. Why can't one of those be your mate? Because then you have to go into a six-minute conversation in which your mate then has nothing to do but watch their character talk. No, but I mean, if it's like uh, not the conversation stuff, but the actual action stuff, if your mate can drop in and help you out in in a section, like I guess. But then they, but then that would be very logistically hard, wouldn't it? Because then how would they know when they could drop in and then when when to drop out? When you're yeah. in a chat, you had, like, they a could three... just like a little mini game. So we're thinking like Minesweep. Uh, Spec Ops, something like that, where it's actually just a specified mission. Maybe, doing, yeah. yeah. I could work. I go I mean, to, I, go I to think... this planet, sort, sort out this problem. You know, it's yeah, like, an episodic. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. We'll have to see. It would have been funny if they'd announced killer new features and it was just actual new features that you could give your character. Like a big nose. <laughs> Brilliant a bigger Mohawk. nose. Yeah. The Casey Lynch beard. The, the Casey <laughs> Lynch beard. Killer awesome. new feature. The Kev the Mop. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, some news here from Warner Brothers. Uh, you know they're trying to reboot uh, Twilight Zone on the big screen. I didn't know that. Yeah, apparently they are. And they've uh, they've got some ideas of who they want to direct it. They're, they were thinking about uh, David Yates, who did uh, a couple of Harry Potter movies. And they thought of Rupert Wyatt, who did uh, Planet of the Apes reboot. And they've also thought about Alfonso Cuaron, which wouldn't be a bad idea, I think, for Twilight Zone movie. would be a good fit, yeah. would be yeah. a good fit. They're also considering Michael Bay. That's a bit Ooh. of an odd one. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. I'm not too fond of that. But top of their list is um, quite a new filmmaker. Hasn't done much. Guy called Christopher Nolan. Sean Promise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Made a couple of small movies. A couple of small movies. Um, and they're thinking about Christopher Nolan. Unsurprisingly, because it looks as if uh, the Twilight Zone movie is going to be produced by the Appian Way production company, who happens to be owned by Chris Nolan. Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> so there, you see how it's all coming together there. But the thing is, the thing is with Warner Brothers, they've they've thought. Of, you think about these directors; they've all got such different styles. They obviously don't have an idea of how they want this film to be portrayed on the big screen. They're not quite sure how it's how it's going to fit yet. So it's early days still, isn't it? But one thing they do know is that it is not going to be like the old Twilight Zone movie, which was a portmanteau. Portmanteau, yeah. yeah. It's just going to be one story. So why even bother calling it Twilight Zone? Why not just like do a film? Just yeah. do a film and the not theme bother. Well, yeah. the thing about the Twilight Zone is it's it's it is episodic. Well, it, it, and like each story is different. It's yeah. And yeah. you know, Alfonso Cuaron, I suppose, Children of Men could quite easily have been a Twilight Zone half hour yeah, episode. That's true. So yeah. could Inception. Inception. In could that's be. true. Yeah. So I think maybe they're looking at directors who can handle kind of high conceit stories that need a lot of exposition but can do it quite seamlessly. But that's that's also another another issue, isn't it? I mean, would you think that somebody like Christopher Nolan would be interested in doing something that would be so similar to Inception? Yeah, well, I suppose 
I can't see Tris Nolan jumping at the chance Especially of Especially because I think they've already no. got a script as well and I can't imagine he'd want to work from someone else's mm. material. Mm. Oh well. We'll I, see. Yeah, I'd like to see Guillermo del Toro doing a Twilight Zone. That'd yeah. be quite cool. Does he still make films or does he just, does he just introduce just, them these days? Just storyboard another, films. Yeah. Just well, he worked on The Hobbit and that never came out, didn't it? Two yeah. years. Two years. Two what years. a waste of everybody's <laughs> time that was. Filled a lot of notebooks. Yeah. Did he? Yeah. That's what I've heard. So, um... So, do you want to hear about the new Bond film? Hell yeah! Yeah. yeah. Oh. Um, there was been no news, really, um, other than the fact that there's been a whole load of uh, URLs registered. I never understand how people find out about that. I don't know Is either. I mean, you remember, when, Gold- yeah, you can, you remember yeah. when GoldenEye 007 Reloaded got URL'd? Yeah. Because th- someone said we should run a news story of this, and I was like, ah, it's going to be bollocks. And it was actually called 007 Reloaded. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, so these things have precedence. Have written written lots of permutations like Sony Pictures, James Bond, Skyfall, Bond, oh, Skyfall, yeah, so 007. We should say that the film <laughs> should be called Skyfall. Well, they reckon it's going to be called Skyfall. Yeah. It's no Skyrim. It's no Skyrim. <laughs> 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 it's no James. FIFA either. It's yeah. No, it's no Sky FIFA. Sky oh, Sky FIFA. FIFA. That's it. That's, That's the new it. thing. Sky FIFA. That's the new thing. FIFA uh, Rim. It's a new thing. What? FIFA Rim. Skyfall. Uh, it doesn't seem to have any uh, sort of history within the James Bond Can franchise. It's better than Quantum that? of Solace, isn't it? Yeah, but Quantum of Solace is based on a short. It was a title of a short story. Yeah, still, yeah, yeah. Quantum of Solace. Well, obviously, we've had a lot of one t- one name Bond titles before Goldfinger, Goldfinger Moonraker, um, Moonraker Thunderball, Goldfinger. Octopussy. Octopussy, yeah. So it's Living kind let's of. Let's go through all of them. Live yeah. and let die. <laughs> That's that one title, is yeah, it? Yeah, it's if you say it quick enough. <laughs> <laughs> Hyphenate it. Goldfinger. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it could be right. Goldeneye. I, I, I'm at the point where I don't actually care what it's called. I don't care. I don't think anyone really does, do they? No. I don't care. I just want to see the damn film. Is it still yeah. going to be Daniel Craig? It's still is. Daniel yeah. Craig. Craig. Sam Mendes directing. Mm. Um, he did American Beauty and Jarhead and all that very sort good, of stuff. Yep. Um, Ray Fiennes. Um, good baddie. Naomi Harris as Money Penny, apparently. Who's Naomi Harris? The um, black girl who was in Children of Men. Yes. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Money Penny. We yeah we haven't had Money Penny no. yet in the reboot. No, and then also Javier, Javier Bardem. Javier, oh. Javier Bardem. With, uh, hopefully as a villain. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully the same uh, villain that he was in No Country for Old Men. Uh, yeah, yeah that would be cool. If you can't get Javier Bardem, you should get Dean Stanley Morgan. <laughs> have, you, have, you seen, have you seen the photo of, it, of them two together? No. Identical. Really? Yeah. He's like a cheap Javier Bardem. Wait, get Bar- Stanley Dean Morgan. Well, He's uh, the comedian in Watchmen. Yeah, I th- have you got his name right there? Is Sounds it wrong. That? This sounds like a bank, doesn't it? It yeah. does. I think it is. Morgan Stanley Dean Witter. <laughs> <laughs> don't even know what his name is. So we move on. Yes. God. So Skyfall. <laughs> so, yeah. Come so, to the cinema soon. <laughs> Skyfall. Watch out for it. <laughs> it's got dragons. What? Hey. There's another bit of news. Yeah. What about The Simpsons? About The Simpsons. Yeah. Oh, I've got the news on that, but you someone have. else want to read it. I'm supposed to have it. Simpsons is going to be... Well, oh. Simpsons might not be. Simpsons could be, might not be here much longer, might be. Well, basically, Fox want the actors to take a massive pay cut. Yeah. yeah. The Simpsons could be coming to an end because of contract negotiations. The six principal voice actors are at an impasse over salaries. Didn't this happen like six or seven years ago? It happens every the, time I guess these things happen quite Nancy, often. Nancy yeah. Yeah. Right, like, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not doing Bart anymore unless you give me loads and loads of money. Yeah. Wasn't she? It's quite, it's quite funny how this story's been written. So, you meant to read it out loud. Read it out loud. Really read it out loud. The, yeah. the it executives really work asked slash demanded that the cast take a 45% pay cut or else the show will end. The cast in return asked for only a 30% pay cut and a slice of the show's huge back-end product. Profits. 
Fox has taken the position that unless they can cut the production costs really drastically, they'll pull the plug on new shows, as Simpsons Insider told The Daily Beast. So how much do they earn, these actors who do the main voices in The Simpsons? Eight million dollars a year. <laughs> what? Eight million dollars? How do you expect me to live on 4.4 million dollars, oh, Fox? Oh, this is insane. How long do you think it takes them to record a season? A, a long time. A long time. It's not, it's not an easy job being a voice actor. No, but think about how much money they must have made. Yeah, fa- fair enough. But think about how much money Fox is making. I mean, we're, yeah, okay, talking, yeah, we're talking billions as a franchise. True. And yeah. what the actors are getting out of this is really quite a tiny percentage. Oh, that's fair. They're asking Matt to take a big, I hope Matt they want some money. licensing rights as well. If you take these, yeah. Yeah. Th- uh, yeah. Which, yeah. which will be huge amounts of money. Sure. Slice huge. of the huge back You used to do the voice of um, Homer before Dan. Castello Nata. That's right. I but did. then you demanded too much money. Yeah, I did. I was. I think I was up to fifty quid a show. Wow. Yeah. That's when it was on the Tracy Ullman program. Because mm. you notice he sounded different. Then that's because it was me. I see. Yeah. yeah. And badly drawn. Very badly drawn. Who was the Well, the trouble is, when you're trying to do the voice and you're trying to draw them quickly at the same <laughs> well, the time, reason, something's going to suffer. The reason they were they were badly drawn is because it was a live cartoon. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Is that why you're still badly drawn? Yes. He's very I, sketchy around the edges. I think you'll find I'm badly born. Badly born. Yeah. <laughs> Forceps. You can't even colour him around the, around the edges, can you? What's happened? Well. It's all over the place. <laughs> this has gone awfully surreal. <laughs> it is. This is the Dada so podcast. The <laughs> yeah, so it could be canned. It it could be we canned. could be looking at the end of The Simpsons Aren't after 22 like series. 23? Yeah. The thing is about I'm a huge Simpsons fan. But, but, but do you still watch it? Do you watch the new ones? Exactly what I was about to say. I don't watch the new ones. I no. love I've, the early I've episodes. Got, I've got about... I mean, the thing is, it, it, it was really, 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 really good for about 10, 11 seasons. Then it yeah. went a bit wrong for a while, but then it got mm. good again. It got really, really good again around season 17, Wasn't 18. There do you know what? Sense. I always think with Simpsons though, it's like pizza. Even when it's shit, Simpsons, it's it's still worth eating. Oh, I don't know. know. No, I, no, I, don't yeah. know. I think so. I was watching. I was watching Simpsons on the plane back from America, and I was just what, just just sitting there appreciating how well written it was. Yeah, you know, this was yeah. in uh, probably. I just love the early ones where it's the, the, the stories based on the family and the, the sort of relationships between. I like it when they get more surreal. No, then later right. on, it's just they go through. It's almost like they've got a, a map like ours, and they yeah. go, "What country haven't we been to? Yeah. Let's go to let's go to Florida. Let's go to the United Kingdom. Let's go to Australia." And like ticking them yeah, off. Think about how many thousands of episodes there must be. The permutations. What's your favourite episode? Oh, the sideshow Bob one where um, yeah. he sings the, rake the uh, with the rake <laughs> yeah, gag. That's awesome. HMS Pinafore. Yeah. HMS Pinafore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be. It's so probably good. going to show I, peak. I do I, like I do yeah. like the Treehouse of Horror episodes, and I also like the one where Homer gets really, really fat. Yes. I love that one. They yes. in his moo moo. Yeah, your moo moo. Yeah. 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 to yeah. dial are too fat. Yeah, Please mash the keyboard for help. You get a special dialing wand. When he goes into the moo moo shop, he goes, "I don't want to look like an idiot. Just give me a hat and a moo moo." It's great. The thing I've, well, got, I've got so many favourite episodes of The Simpsons. I, I think Marge versus the Monorail. Uh, monorail, yeah. Monorail. Really good. Do you know what the thing is? You know when you quote The Simpsons and literally everybody in every room knows exactly what episode you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. So there's no other show that has that kind of cross cross appeal, you know? Mm. I think Nothing. I'm right in saying this. You know who wrote the Monorail episode? No. Conan O'Brien. Well, he produced the, se- the series for, for a, yeah, a number of years, yeah, didn't yeah. he? And I think they're kind of regarded as the best ones. Yeah. yeah. He did well on that. Yeah. Uh, it, I'd actually be really interested to hear what our listeners... Uh, favorite Simpsons episode. Actually. I, really, That's a great I, question. Yeah. I really um, just remember another one, the one where um, the school they they go on strike. The school goes on strike, and Lisa's just running around at home, going, "Grade me, grade me, grade me! I'm oh so smart!" <laughs> I loved it. Are you the IGN UK's Lisa Simpson? I think so. Yeah, I, I always related to Lisa Simpson because I had yeah. a horrible brother and I was socially ostracised at school. That makes you Bart. Are you even spiking your hair up to be uh, Bart? Yeah. I still look like. T- oh I'm, no, that I'm makes me Marge. Actually, I think you're more like Mo. 
<laughs> She's like, <laughs> no, isn't he? Aren't you sideshow Mel? He's <laughs> <laughs> got a big bone in his hair. Uh, yeah, Fun. actually, I quite like that. Favorite Simpsons characters and favorite yeah. Simpsons episodes. Yeah, Let's we, we could know. actually do a separate Simpsons podcast. Yeah, we? the amount of material there is. IGN UK feedback at IGN.com if you want to get involved in this conversation. Uh, there was also, sorry, talk of a Simpsons channel being launched by Fox, where it was Jesus. just going to show Simpsons episodes. I would probably spend a Saturday, a hungover Saturday, be watching great. that. Channel. Sorry to go off on a tangent as yeah. well. Nickelodeon in the states show. Uh, classic 90s stuff as a chunk and they have one of their 90s presenters showing like Doug uh, Clarissa explains oh, no it all all those one of the 90s presenters in the yeah. 40s now yeah yeah and he does, he does the whole thing and they've brought it used to be like a midnight thing and now it's been brought to prime time Brilliant. so people oh, can tune and watch it and I've said this for ages retro TV shows but a channel just re- Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. We you used to have it in this country. Bra- that's how Bravo started. Bravo, before it was like a tits and teeth channel, was all just just classic television shows. But I mean, like for kids, like like oh, Chris explains it all. Like, adult, adult swim, Stimpy, adult swim is good. Oh, but I do want to see. Yeah, I want to see stuff from when I was younger. And Dexter's Lab. Only shows new stuff. Dexter's Lab was amazing. <laughs> Love Dexter's Lab. Like, it was so it really, good. It really, is, that, is that before he came, became a serial killer? Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It could actually in be. Ren and Stimpy. Remember the two-part episode about the fart. Yes. That gets trapped out in the call. What's the fart called? <laughs> I can't remember. It's like a Christmas episode. And it has a fart. It just follows him around. It's amazing. I love that. I mean, you could I mean, leave him outside in the snow and he just like goes away and cries. <laughs> I remember an episode where they got cabin fever when they oh, went into was yes. it when they into space and they both got absolutely mental. Yes. And it's like, oh, Ren and Stimpy, bring it back. Yep. Um, should we move on yeah, to Trade Out Time Bar? Trade Out Time Bar. Or Trailer of the Week. No. For people who don't trade know. Trade Out Time Bar. Trade Out Time Bar. Trade Out Time so Bar. So we kind of found out what the PlayStation Shall trailer I? was about. So last week we played the teaser. The yeah, teaser for a trailer of a of commercial. <laughs> so between that Brilliant. and the new one being released, yeah. which is Long Live Player, we had an email from Stuart Riley. Do you want to hear what he thought this might be Yark. about? Yes. He said it looks like the sort of trailer for a movie that Sony is filming where you have Move and iToy support, where you're starring in the movie and you get a bunch of decisions which, which make you make and make you star in this turd burglar of a movie. It uses your face and motions to make you show the film. Your motions? Yeah. Turd burglar. He says if it's not that, it's probably Saboteur 2. <laughs> so don't, don't mention the Saboteur. We Massive we fail. We do not mention the Saboteur. Um, so what was Trade L Time Bar? Well, let's watch it. Well, we've all watched it. Oh, wait, wait, it's, it's on the iPad. It's on the iPad. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to watch along with us, what's it called, Daniel? It is called Long Live Play. Long Live Play, Michael. It's, it's on IGN. Flying over the middle of the Rubel-Kali Desert, looking for some lost city in the sand. Omaha. Pinned down on that godforsaken beach. Then one man broke through. Michael. Michael. For all he does, for all of us, to Michael. What a trailer. What a trade-el. Trade-el time, (laughs) Such a good trade-el. Long long live play, as long as our servers don't go down. So it was an advert for nothing. It was was an advert for an advert. But it's such a good advert though, isn't it? Mm. The funny thing about that, I mean, so someone commented, we, we did a story about this in IGN, and the first comment was, is this where they all go to hang out when PSN is down? <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> it's really funny. Quite funny. Spent quite a lot of time in there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, it's, 
Yeah, you've just seen it anyway, but you know, it's, it's a superb piece of fan service. Yeah, that, that's pretty good, but I just feel cheated. Because they did hype it quite a bit. Uh, yeah, this I thought when we had when we had the trail last week, I thought this is going to be something they're 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 really going to pull something out of their sleeve here, and they didn't. They just trailed a fucking advert. Come on, it's such a good advert, but it's just an advert. It's just an advert. I think advert. it's a tribute. I think it's a, it's a celebration it's a video of you, tribute. It's a celebration gamer. to game. Yeah, but gamers. it doesn't it doesn't need a trailer. It didn't need to be trailed. They could have just. It would have. I think it would have been more impactful if they just bang brought it out. It's quite Hello, nice. To, it's quite nice to get a bit of recognition for all the things we've done over the years. Yeah, there's because <laughs> yeah, I personally saved. destroyed two markers. One of the um, one of the comments as well was like, oh, "It'd be really nice if Sony actually used your data from the, your save games to then create a personalised eulogy to be played at your funeral." Oh, that's a bit. That's a bit weird, isn't it? With all the characters. Ooh. I don't know. I'd rather have a eulogy from my family. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> frankly, <laughs> rather than from imaginary characters from video games. Yeah, but, yeah. but there's, there's, there's a, there's a fan-made video on IGN that Podcast Beyond listeners made called so "You Save the World Again," and it's it's kind of a bit like that. It's a tribute to gamers. It's like and the song, but the thing is, the song's pretty sad because the song's like it's four a.m. You're all alone in your one bed apartment, saving the world again. It's like not all of us no. are all alone in Do our that one on bed Saturday apartments. Afternoon, thank you. Yeah, it's like it's you know. And I found it, it was it was very it was kind of heartening up in the morning because it was it was about um yeah it was about you know gamers saving the world and so on and it was great but the thing is it did cast the gamer as the extremely lonely young man which yeah. I thought was kind of a but bit depressing. I watched the um other PlayStation trailer from PlayStation Two. Was it the Second Life one? Was it called Second? No, with it wasn't the girl with the eyes. No, the one after that where it's like I've lived a double life. Do you oh, remember yeah, that? Yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, yeah, I've stormed the beaches at Normandy oh, and so all that sort that, of stuff. That little kid. Yeah, yeah. I've conquered worlds. Yeah, yeah, and he's got those scary eyes. Yeah. Was that PlayStation Two? Yeah. It was, yeah. My God. And there was, there's a bit towards the end where there's advertising a, is so good. Where there was a fa- there's a big fat slob sat on a sofa and he's one of the people. I'm like, it's probably not what you should be advertising as no. your, your audience. It's but, true though. But that I think that 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 advert did it better than this one. Yeah. Because it kind of I get that it's a bit heavy handed. This one. Who do you think is the best in that trailer? Who's the best likeness? Who the best character? The Nathan Drake just looks brilliant, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah. 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 Does look quite cool. But again, Kratos evidently uncastable. Yeah, but I would have just put white makeup all over. Jason Momoa. Again. Jason Momoa. That would have done it. I quite like how they've looks like they've used a marionette for Sackboy to oh, like I the love CGI. Sackboy. His little moving his little chess piece. The it's Isaac Clarke costume's amazing. I yes, I really want one. I quite like the guy from Modern Warfare when he just goes steps forward and says whatever he, as he says because it's just <laughs> like, <laughs> mate. Yeah, well, it's, it's gone fucking mental. Or everyone's like saying something profound. He wants some car Warfare insurance. He just says something ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it's good. I quite like that. Um, I also uh, enjoyed the uh, the chimera in there. Yeah, that was funny. Just getting uh, angry. Yeah. Furious about Snake Michael. as well because when he, um, Michael did camouflage into the it's background. It's superb. I mean, it's fantastic fans. It's, it's kind of like you know when Nintendo, whenever Nintendo does anything, they just you know whenever Nintendo feels like they might get, be getting a bit, people are getting a bit sick of them, they just put <clears> Miyamoto <throat> out there with a big sword and a little Hyrule shield, and everyone goes, "Yay!" It's a bit like that, you know. You've, what was the that? fan service? To feel good. What was that, n- that Nintendo ever where it was a giant Mario face made up of loads of oh, people? Yeah. Do you remember that? that was really Mario. good. Yeah. 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 And there was um there was there was another one that they did quite when the 3DS was out where they had just Reggie and Satoru Iwata and Miyamoto just being chased by Running giant imaginary 3DS, things. Yeah. That was really really good, good acting from Reggie. I like that, but it wasn't as good as that. I think that's the best the best advert I've seen. Also amazing if your ha- name happened to be Michael. Yeah, 
Yeah. Do you know that kid in the photo is a real kid as it's well? A competition. Yeah, it was a competition win. And That's all the photos fantastic. in the yeah. roof of the building were, uh, were uh, like runners up who got their picture in the adverts. So what a great cool. prize. Cool. I didn't know that. That's awesome. Right. Okay. Um, talking point of the week is was going to be the iPhone 4S um, reveal. But um, yesterday, something very sad happened. Steve Jobs died. Um, he stood down as CEO a few months ago mm. and he passed away sadly yesterday. He's, he's gone very up to the sad. iCloud. He's gone to the cloud, uh, the great cloud in the sky. Very, very, very um, sad news. This I was genuinely saddened. I was genuinely, genuinely sad as well because yeah. you know words like kind of genius and visionary are bandied about quite, quite readily these days. But I think if there's one person that we would all say we admired for for being those things, it would be Steve Did Jobs you, because his history yeah. handedly just changed the, the the way that geeks are thought of. Yeah, and his second spell at Apple, the first one was phenomenal. But the second one is just one of the greatest stories yes. in business. Yeah. I mean, he single-handedly wrestled that company from from destruction. Yeah, quite. I, mean, did anyone, everyone, I presume everyone saw his address, his graduation address. I can't remember what university Stanford, it was. Stanford, I think. Stanford, yeah. His graduation address to Stanford graduates was just, it was really inspiring. I think a lot of people, I found that really inspiring. Because I was about 19. Is, yeah, he attended university, but he didn't graduate. He used to he used to get stoned and he used to attend weird classes like calligraphy. Mm. And he learned the importance of fonts. So when IBM were making these really monotonous work machines mm. he thought we, we need to make a computer that was beautiful yeah that cool. had a nice font that had Helvetica well, yeah. when he came back to Apple in 1997 he described his philosophy um, of trying to make products as the intersection of art and technology um, and that has earned them the market value of $350 billion, the most profit, the most ex- valuable company in the world. Imagine if you said in 1994 Apple's going to be bigger than Microsoft. Yeah, you'd have been laughing. People yeah. laughing yeah. because People of the would verge laugh. of bankruptcy. Yeah, yeah. They were, yeah. They were. Imagine getting forced out of the company that you set up. You go away, know, you find you you basically help set up Pixar. Yes. And then they come crawling back, ask you to come back, and then within the first few years, you re- basically rejuvenate the computer line with the Blueberry iMac, mm. and then you bring out a little invention called the iPod. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's impossible to understate the impact that he's had on modern world. Like I was on the tube this morning, oh, sorry, on the train this morning, and I was thinking, reading about it on Twitter, just reading people's comments, I literally looked around and every single person had either an iPhone or an iPod in their pocket. Like, oh, an iPod. How, many, how many Apple products have you used today, Daniel? Uh, today I've probably used three already. You've used three already. Yeah, I've used my iPod. I've used my MacBook. Um, it's just, it's crazy. Yeah, it is. It um, is. But he's also, it was also the fact, you know, I say he, him being a visionary, he surrounded himself with the right people as well. I mean, this is a sad mm. day for Apple, but it's not, it's not the end for Apple because while they've still got people like Jonathan Ive on board, who's, yeah. who's you know, let's not forget, is, is an amazing creative mind and has put his, his, his whole kind of uh, signature on the Apple line as well. You know, it's the, it, what's important is the, the state of the company he's left yeah, behind. Yeah, because Jobs... Even though he had his name on lots of patents, he wasn't the technical man that was no. was back in the day when they were in the garage in California. He was always very much the sort of orchestrator or the conductor. He sort of brought the right kind of people together. Yeah, he was. He was a visionary. That's the thing. Yeah. yeah, he had. He had the vision. Other people, you know, never he brought people around to. Never to, bothered with market research. Yeah, never thought. Never, never took anything outside to see what people thought of it. Just said, "This is what people will want. Let's give them this." Mm. He had very unorthodox management style as well. Apparently, he would. Um, it was always down to whether or not he thought it was cool or not. It literally would be going around going, "That's awful," or "That's that's In, that that's intuition." Brilliant. Yeah, just 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 running his company by I intuition. The, I and, love the difference right. between Microsoft. Apparently, have a very extensive folder on every single tech journalist, so they know which press release to push to which journalist. Apple 
don't issue press statements to journalists. They don't approach journalists. They just do everything on their own terms. And because of that, they get so much PR and yeah. so much yeah. hype. There's around, an, cause it's that impenetrable mystique around that. There's Apple. an analogy there with Nintendo. The Nintendo of the kind of 90s and early 2000s did the same same thing, just not ever throwing anyone a bone. Don't have to chase anyone, they'll chase no. you. Wasn't perfect, though. But no. Apple Pippin, anybody? Pippin. Yeah. Well, Newton. Should we, t- should we touch back on some of the things that Steve Jobs did with Apple? Mm-hmm. Um, I'll just talk you through. I've got quite an extensive uh, obituary here from uh, Wall Street Journal, so I'm not going to claim that I've done all the research myself. But uh, So he started off um, with Steve Wozniak in founded Apple Computer in 1976 in his, da- his, fa- his family's garage. Mm-hmm. So he's uh, brought up in Silicon Valley, I think. Um, and uh, like you say, he dropped out of university and never graduated. He was adopted as yeah, well. Yeah, adopted, that's mm. right, yeah. Uh, he, the pair brought out the Apple II in 1977. Remember it, Stu? Yeah, I do. The pair brought out the Apple. Yeah. <laughs> good, good. Very good. Uh, it was the first really affordable computer for the mass market. Um, it wasn't, and wasn't it was that affordable. First... It was really fucking expensive <laughs> still, to be honest. But with the first com- commercially successful PC, and it made yeah. the company $170 million in annual sales. In fact, I think if you watch, I think it's National Lampoon's Vacation, there's an Apple II featured in that. When, really? they're, when they're When they're planning their journey, they use an Apple II to plan their wow. journey. Yeah. It, sorry, I was going to say, is the story of where the Apple symbol comes from correct? Is it Alan Turing? Uh, it, I don't he, know. What, what have you heard? That's a myth, isn't it? Is it a myth? I, was I don't know. What story is that? Alan Turing's the father of the modern computer yeah. Yeah. and he commits suicide by eating a poisoned apple. Mm. I mean, even if, even if he'd only set up Pixar, he'd still be remembered as an absolute genius, wouldn't he? Yeah. But to go back, to go, kind of go, yeah, I've done that. I'm going to go back and just rejuvenate this company again now. Yeah. The most successful, and when they overtook Microsoft last year, it just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It must have been a sweet book. So they brought out the probably, iMac. You know, I'm really glad that happened before Steve Jobs died. Yeah. I think that was... Did anyone have an iMac? The colourful one? I do. New. Did you have, when that came out, you yeah, still have it? Yeah, I had it in... Um, I had it, well, my first job, we, we had these these iMacs. And hello, my, my first job was in 2005. This says something about the company. <laughs> the colourful iMacs that they were still using was from like 1999, I think. But yeah, I used, used one of those every day for years. So the iMac... People are using them as cat carriers now, aren't yeah. they? Take, taking the tubes out and putting a bit, a bit of plastic on the front and using mm. them to carry a cat around. Yes. Then they have the iPod, which revolutionised the music industry. Then we have the iPhone, which... When people, can you believe when people... When it came out... But when it came out, they said that they wouldn't, wouldn't be able to make an impact on the smartphone Steve, market. Steve Ballmer. What? $600 yeah. for a phone? Yeah, you know, I was, I was watching, I was watching The Matrix the other week, mm. and you know how Neo's got that little um, Nokia, flip that little phone. Nokia, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, God, everyone used to have a Nokia, and yeah. I'd forgotten totally. about that. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone used to have a Nokia, and then more recently, iPhone and then iPad last year. So he's pretty much made a big impact on the gaming market as well. Handheld yeah. gaming. I think with the full implications of that are yet to be felt. I think Apple TV is going to be a big deal for for gaming in the future, like on live. So that's Steve Jobs. So I'll just leave you with a quote from him. Remembering that you are going to die is the best way I know to avoid the trap of thinking you have something to lose. There you go. It's a lesson we've all learned from. Extraordinary, Extraordinary man. man. Wow. Should we move on to listen yeah. to FU and talk about willies and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. That was really earnest. That was yeah. earnest, wasn't it? Yeah. Sorry about that. should have been. That's right. I'll cut the entire section out. Yeah, good. <laughs> Who's got the first bit of feedback? Me. Uh, this is from Adam Hogan. I've listened to your podcast for a while and I've always enjoyed it, but both Keza and Dan have improved it a great deal. Raising the bar in many ways, leading to a funnier, more insightful and interesting show. That's really kind. Sorry, guys. I've also, he says, just read Kez's Dark Souls review, and it's the first time a review has actually persuaded me to buy a game that I wasn't going to buy. 
Really brilliant stuff along with the diary thing. I'm sure Dan's FIFA review is good too, but I'm not going to read it because it's no Skyrim, is it? I feel almost compelled to write that article now. Yeah. Why FIFA's no Skyrim. Why no Skyrim's Sky no FIFA. What was it? But Sky yeah. FIFA, did we decide? Yeah. You're com- you're doing this to everyone. You're converting everyone to buy Dark Souls. Yeah, yeah. I think someone owes me you're a the bunch greatest of money, evangelist frankly. for Dark Souls. Yeah, ever. I was the same with Demon's Souls, though. I spent years telling people to buy Demon's Souls. And, you know, it's actually really gratifying that this game's come out now. And, you know, there was enough of an audience for us to go and do a 24 hour marathon, and people mm. are just, everyone's it's playing sort of it. Loving. Yeah, it's, Dark Souls it's, really, it's really validating, actually. Cool. It's the best thing of, yeah. Such a great game. Um, next bit of FU is from Luke Savoy. He's from Canada. Canada! Yeah, he doesn't specify where. I'm going to Canada in a few Just weeks. Just put it in the middle. That's by the back. Yeah, I'll put it in um, the middle. Now, I know it's not FIFA 12, but I've been finding myself <laughs> having a really hard time. Is everyone going to put this now? <laughs> yeah, so. He's getting really excited for Skyrim. I played over 100 hours of Oblivion and didn't finish it. I think many people had that experience. Yeah. But it seems this year's list of games available, as, you know, basically saying... Have you played Skyrim and does it live up to the hype? I haven't played Skyrim yet. I've, I've seen many demos of it, but I've not played it. I've played the first four hours of it, three, four hours. Um, but Is you it? can't tell anything from that. I've you know? put a sticker on Uranium City because I love the sound of that place. Excellent. Um, Sounds really friendly and welcoming, do think, doesn't yeah. it? I know it's t- too soon to ask, but do, do I you think, think it will live up to the hype? There's an insane depends. amount of hype around Yeah, that I don't know. It's, it's going to be a tricky one, Skyrim, because it's going to be, I think we can safely say it's going to be extremely good, but whether it's that good... I mean, also, I mean, IGN caused a bit of a fuss, as you may know. Um, our Casey of the Beard in Chief, Casey, um, wrote an article, basically. Just it was, it was kind of a fun article, just why he thought Dark Souls would eat Skyrim's face, but everyone took it totally the wrong way. Yeah, the internet Ooh. kind of exploded, and now every time we mention Dark Souls, you just get loads of people in the comments being like, "It's not Skyrim." So, um, <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, I think this is funny because he's kind of created a rivalry between Dark Souls and Skyrim, and they're very they're completely different mm, games, and he didn't fine. mean to do that, and that wasn't the intent of the article. No. Do you know, yeah. I think if we've got any musician friends out there who are also singers, uh, they could maybe make us a little song about things that aren't Skyrim. That would be great. That'd be, I would love that. That would be a lovely little song, wouldn't it? A campsite fire. I'm thinking, I'm thinking in the style of We Didn't Start the Fire by Billy Joel. This by thing Billy Joel. Is, isn't Skyrim. <laughs> da, 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 da. That would work, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. There you go, kids. Or That's isn't it ironic by... Alanis Morissette just had loads of different things and isn't it ironic? It's not Skyrim. Not, uh, none of them are, are yeah. ironic. Uh, I-N-E. So yeah, but it might live up to the hype. I mean, that's not a very helpful answer, but you know. Um, I've got some feedback from Pat, who says, Hey guys, I'm a new listener, just picked up a Podcast 100, and I have to say that you gents and lady are brilliant. We're being very self-congratulatory today. <laughs> Sorry, I, it, it slipped through the net today. Um, I thought I'd mention the town I live in, Ann Arbor, Michigan, USA. Whoa! There we go. We go you're going on the map, Pat. Yep. It has two movie theatres that routinely show old films. Nice. Furthermore, they're the most successful theatres in town. I've seen Rocky Horror, A Clockwork Orange, Nosferatu with live organ, and Ghostbusters wow. at these theatres. Cool. How cool! Where did you um, say it was again? I forgot. Ann Arbor, Michigan. Ann Arbor, Michigan. Michigan. Oh, he has a question. Um, I'm playing through Demon Souls in anticipation of starting Dark Souls. Coming fresh off Demon Souls, do you recommend that I try to get through Dark Souls on my own or pick up a strategy guide? What do you reckon, Keza? You're the expert. Pick up a strategy guide. Honestly, I think it will save you so much pain. Um, and and it doesn't sort of dilute the experience. It doesn't ruin it for you, no, because it's all about actually it. doing. Like it's fair enough if a strategy guide tells you over here there's a bonfire. I mean, yeah. that's the kind of information that you'll really want to know, trust me. If you're stuck down in Blight Town, the least pleasant sounding place ever in any media, if you're stuck down in Blight Town and you don't know where a bonfire is and you will just, you know, having a map or something like that to to resort to in times of need would be good. It depends on your self-discipline though, doesn't it, with guides? Like you guys, I'm, I tend to be self-disciplined enough to just look at the map and not look at all the stuff. I think the only guide that before. I've ever purchased was Ocarina of Time. 
Mm. That's the only one I've accepted a nice cover. I collect, I've mentioned this before, I collect, collect guides. Um, the people who are doing the Dark Souls guide as well are Future Press, who are really, really good at guides. Um, just they have lovely artwork and they're really well laid out and stuff. So I, I can say with confidence that the Dark Souls guide will be really nice. Cool. Uh, David Trevino writes in and says, uh, I heard you guys talking about nachos. <laughs> and he thought, do we even have any good Mexican food over here? No. Um, not really. Uh, even if you did, how would you know if you've never had good Mexican food before so you've got nothing to compare it to? Well, that's a bit unfair because we have all been to America yeah, and eaten good Mexican yeah. food. We have yeah. se- several burrito places are springing up all around London. Yeah, they're Burritos okay, though, they're are kind of taking off and they're good. But yeah. That's um, to do with demographics. We have really good Indian food because we have a lot yeah, of yeah, Indian people who live in this country, not a lot of Mexicans. See, it's interesting though because when I, when, I when I went to America this time, the first thing I did when I got off the plane was like, oh, sweet, Mexican food, California, yes. So I went and got Mexican food and then I accidentally ended up having Mexican food like for six meals out of the eight that I had there just through various circumstances. Halfway through the marathon we ordered pizza. We don't get Mexican food like they do over there. They do no. The best stuff is like hole in the wall stuff I think over there whereas yeah, exactly. we get proper sit down places yeah, and yeah. It's, it's not quite as good. You so like a burrito on a Friday don't you? Love a burrito any day of the week me. But what Burritos we don't get is the, the, the really good tacos that they get And the really nice guacamole that isn't thick like the liquidy yeah. guacamole that kind of thing is lovely. But I have found a place that does um, uh, what's that Cinnamon stuff called fuck. Horchata, Horchata, yeah. So been drinking some of that recently. Anyway, that's it. Thanks, David. Uh, Matt Taylor's written in. Uh, I found Daniel's description of overhearing Keza play Dark Souls hilarious. Next time she has to review a game like that, you know, where she ends up talking to digital frogs and that kind of thing, <laughs> can Daniel surreptitiously record it and put it up on the site? Brilliant well, idea. Daniel uh, did try to do this, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, I do have a video of you playing Driver. San Francisco but it's the end level but I suppose enough time's passed that is quite funny you're just jolting violently going motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end when games. you finish the game you just turn around and go hey <laughs> <laughs> the thing with Dark Souls apparently um, Daniel did try and record me but I stopped being entertaining the second that he put the camera yeah, on me it's almost like you knew that's the when the pain on really you. began yeah. Yeah. Matt also wants to know Keza if uh, Extended Play is going to be returning Extended Play is going to be returning um, it yep. was very successful last time and we were really excited about the um, the great response that we had so mm-hmm. we're actually going to be doing a one-off special next week um, and then the next big game that we're doing is a game that is out in October. It's a biggie. It's a biggie. Okay. We'll, we'll tease it, but there's going to be a proper three-part series on that game. Cool. We're going to do one or two one-off specials to pass the time between now and then as well. Brilliant. Uh, another Matt is written in this time. It's Matt Allsop. I'm the one, he says, with a friend who can recite Back to the Future. Last week you told me to video him doing a scene. The problem is he doesn't like the idea of being filmed, so instead can I do a voice recording that we could play in the podcast? So yes, He said, oh yeah, what scene was it you wanted again? So Matt, there's a bit of a problem with our email system, so I did want to email you about that, but I can't. So yeah, our email system still thinks everybody's coming from Reykjavik. Yeah, and it doesn't pop up your email addresses. So um, if you want to uh, email us back with your email address written in the body of the text, but um, we need a scene that's quite wordy, don't we, from a film? Yeah, maybe something from Inglorious Bastards. You wanted Back to the Future. Oh, we did say Back to the Future, didn't we? Yeah. But could we get him to do something a bit wordier? What's wrong with Back to the Future? All right, do Back to the Future and do the scene it's in the 90s cafe or whatever it's called. Is it or a Doc cafe? Brown exposition scene or something. Yeah, yeah. something like that. But yeah, you pick the you scene. Choose, you yeah, choose. Yeah, you choose. And the story about it. how he created the flux capacitor. Yes, that's a go. good one, yeah. All right. Right, the next bit of feedback is from Mike. This is a little bit of um, slapping ourselves on the back, but he just says he really enjoys the show. He's been, he listens to 18 gaming podcasts a week wow. on his commute. It must Whoa. be a quite a long commute. But he says the reason he likes ours is because we talk about movies as well. And it helps him keep keeps yeah. him sane. And he's from Long Island. That's Mike Fazio. Coolio. Long Island. Long you're going Island. on the map. Home, home of the tea. 
Yeah. That's Cold right. Tea. And I'm not tea. Long Island. Island. Sorry. <laughs> That's all I know about Long Island. There's quite iced tea there. Yeah. <laughs> Long Island in New York State. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah. I have a piece of feedback from John who asks if IGN is planning on posting a review for a Pro Evolution Soccer 2012 anytime soon. Yes, we are, John. We've been ridiculously overworked in the last few weeks and for very complicated reasons our PES review did not go up at the same time as everyone else's. But next Wednesday is the is the aim now. Next Wednesday we'll be having we'll, we'll have some Pro Evolution Soccer review goodness for you to peruse. Um, He would like to buy it on PC, he says. So mm, Nice. So that he can mod it. Sounds about right. Right, last bit of feedback is from Andrew Towler. He doesn't say where he's from, but he's asking, were we going to pick up, pick up our copy of Batman Arkham City? Um, because everyone's offering different pre-order exclusives. Why are you laughing? Because I know exactly where we're going to pick up our copy of Batman. Pick up our penguin. Um, basically, gamer offering playable Robin character, two Robin challenge maps, and two alternate Robin skins. Right. right. Hang on. And game can you station- buy this stuff separately if you don't get it in the pre-order package? I think eventually sure you so can. Yeah. Surely, I'm, yeah. I'm sure the timed exclusive. And then GameStation is offering exactly the same. Playable Robin character, two Robin challenge maps, and two alternate Robin skins. Game and GameStation are the same company. They're the same company. So, yeah. Sorry yeah. if you weren't aware of that to blow the mystery. But I thought the playable Robin character was, was in the game everywhere. Well, well, wait, wait, wait. And then Tesco is the other option for um, UK um, purchases of the game. You can get Joker's Carnival Challenge Map, and all pre-orders get a Steel Book Edition. Would that make a difference to you? Would you? Would you no. go to Tesco? Would you def- go, or go to Game? I, would you want the Robin stuff or do you want the Joker stuff? I'd rather stuff? have the Robin stuff, I think, because a, a, a Joker challenge map, I didn't really do much of the challenges last time no, in Batman. I'd rather play as Robin, but again, Robin's only in the challenge maps. Right, is he? Yeah. 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 And two alternate Robin skins kind of sounds a bit un. Well, my personal yeah. choice would be wherever's doing it cheapest. Mm. That's the choice. Yeah, that's it. Trade, trade in five new games, get it for a pound. <laughs> 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 a lot of supermarkets have started doing that yeah. kind of shtick. Trade in a game that you paid £40 for last week and we'll give you something for £3. Yeah. It's not good. Just, just, as, we, yeah. just as we wrap up the FU, just to say that if you have written and you will get a copy of Rift but our, our email system is broken but rest assured we are keeping your emails we can here still, so we, we know can who still, you are we can still receive emails but um, we can't email you back I just can't probably. email you back at the moment but keep sending your feedback into feedback at IGN.com right um, let's have a look quickly have a look at what's coming out this week um, Dark Souls Rage and NBA 2K we are fans of all of them on our gym. Rage got an 8.5, Dark Souls got a 9 from me, and I think NBA got a good score as well. All good games this week. Yeah. Um, you got, start of you got some game predictions for, for next week's charts, Stu. What's, oh, your, what's your 1, 2, and 3? Well, 1, 2, and 3. I'd love I'd love to think Dark Souls would, would, would feature really highly. I just don't know if it will, though. Uh, it's going to be difficult for it. It's going to be difficult for yeah. it. a difficult time of year. Um, what's, where where are the charts? Play. Who's got the charts for this week? Well, Daniel They're didn't print down. them off. So oh, you didn't print them out, did you? FIFA, Gears of War, Yeah, FIFA will be number one. FIFA number one, Gears of War number two and Ra- no Gears of War number three Rage number two you think? Right, yeah, yeah. There we go. yeah. Okay. Stuart Brave. Reed has spoken Brave Movies out this week include uh, Johnny English Reborn uh, Tyrannosaur which is the Paddy Considine uh, directed movie yep. The Lion King in 3D Don't Be Afraid of the Dark a horror movie presented by Guillermo del Toro and then Midnight in Paris which is um, Woody Allen's new film which has, ha- which has done amazingly well and has really? really good reviews so I can't really uh, the, I I can't see anything other than Johnny English doing really well at the cinema this mm, week. Yeah. Uh, I think Johnny English will actually go straight in at number one wow. because it's what kind of releases Lion King get in there? I I can't see that getting 
Oh. Didn't the first Johnny English bomb? Yeah. No, Johnny English did really loads did of it? money. Yeah. It's, it's, it's been a big... Wow, that's depressing. I might be completely right. wrong, but I, ca- I can see that going in straight at number one. Tinker Taylor staying on at number two and then Lion King number three. Fair enough. Yeah. Kids movies doing well. So uh, that's our predictions. Um... I think that's it. Let us know your predictions as well. Uh, usual addresses, uh, Twitter us up at IGN UK, uh, Facebook us at Team IGN UK. Yeah. Or send us an email at IGN UK feedback. Yeah. Or Can write to IGN us, write a letter to us. Be nice. Uh, never get any letters. We never. No. Carry pigeons. Um, can I do a couple of corporate plugs? Go on then, you whore. We'll Want to win some you. Saints Row 3 stuff? Of course you do. Yes. Hit, uh, type into your browser go.ign.com forward slash Saints 3 uh, and there's a chance to win the game and loads of merch and all sorts of stuff to so go there. And also, we've been voted for Website of the Year. Did you know this? Yes, that's very so we've cool. We've been nominated in the entertainment category for Website of the Year 2011. If you go to websiteoftheyear.co.uk and enter your vote for IGN and Entertainment. Oh, one more thing as well. Uh, yes, uh, Halloween's coming up in a couple of weeks. Uh, let us know your true, scary, creepy stories, and we'll read the best ones out on our Halloween special. Like, have you ever seen a ghost or anything yeah. really weird happen? Anything to you? unexplained? We want to know. IGN I've got UK a great Halloween story. We've got a great Halloween feature going up about haunted video game cartridges and stuff. Brilliant. It's going to be great. Yeah, can't wait. Awesome. That's it for this week's podcast. Dan. Creeper, you've done an amazing job at hosting. You even forgot to say goodbye. Sorry, when you said Dan, I always think sad Dan. Sorry, Dan. But sorry, it's my first time ever hosting, but um, this has been IGN UK Podcast 106, and I think you'll agree it's probably one of the best ones ever. Definitely vintage, so. vintage. Best Can you give us a, a, a six star review on iTunes? Six star, do that. Yeah, yeah, or a hug. Yeah, or just five. Yeah, no, cool. no six will be good. That's it then. Uh, thanks for joining us. Alex probably back next week, along with the rest of us idiots. Uh, until then, That's goodbye. Bye. Bye. It's your bit. It's my bit. Three, two, one. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Not doing it anymore. (laughs) Refuse to do it. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. That wasn't even even planned either. You know what? I can do this all day. (laughs) I have nothing else to do.